This episode of Energy Matters is sponsored by Arnold Golden and Gregory. Welcome to Energy Matters, a show about how you can save money on your utility bills, use technology wisely, and live a more sustainable lifestyle. Here's your host, veteran energy regulator and clean energy expert, Commissioner Tim Eccles. Thank you, Scott Slade. It doesn't matter where you're at, it's always a great day to be saving money on your power bill, using technology, and living a more sustainable life. I'm Tim Eccles, the host of Energy Matters. Great to have you along. We're at Matters Radio on Twitter. I'm at Tim Eccles. And in the studio today, a couple of folks who are experts in their own right. Dr. Jackie Tidwell back again. Dr. Tidwell, great to see you. It's great to be here, Tim. Yeah, great to have you in the studio. Look forward to hearing about some of the things you're working on. And Tim Moore with Green Line Rates. Welcome, Tim pleasure both of you guys grew up in arkansas i guess or spent a lot of time in arkansas uh what city arkansas dr tidwell i am from the russellville area yeah i know nothing about arkansas and i 40 yeah tim how about you what part of uh, the state are you from northeast arkansas mark tree arkansas yeah well welcome welcome to georgia glad glad you're living here i mean tim you worked uh you guys did some rice farming I, i don't know that a lot of Georgians know that rice is grown in Arkansas. It's the largest developer or producer in the country now. Yeah, so. and is that? I mean, you have to have you have to have water to grow that. It needs to be sitting in water. Is that? Is it? Is it like near the the river? Is it, does the Mississippi flow through? There? What's the river right. flowing through there? That part of Arkansas is the Mississippi Delta, so uh-huh. it's a lot of flat ground. I mean, you could have a thousand acre piece of land that drops two inches, so it's very easy to to irrigate. Yeah, and so that rice just grows in standing water. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Jackie, were you near any of that rice or you you like Arkansas rice? Uh, uh, Like it, yes. And actually, I have family that grow grow rice. So, yeah, yeah, because my grandparents are from the northeastern part of the state. Yeah. So uh, there you go. Energy matters. You not only learn about energy, but we teach you a little bit about rice rice as well. Well, let's get into our show. Tim, you're here because uh, our, our good friend, doc, uh, not doctor, but Andrew Saunders, maybe maybe he'll get his doctorate hanging around UGA, uh, recommended that we have you on because of the work that you've done to help save the county money. How, how does your model work with your company, Green Line Rates? How is it that you can engage with something as large as a county and save them money? What we do is pretty unique. Um, people have been aware of uh, energy audits. Uh, a lot of companies do them. Actually, Georgia Power will come out and do an energy audit for you. And what they'll do is they'll go in and they'll look at your, your facility, recommend LED uh, insulation, HVAC upgrades, and these will all help reduce your, your consumption, okay? We have a different approach. What we do is Georgia Power actually has a, uh, a form people like us but i'm not aware of any other companies in the state right now that do this but it's uh we're considered rate consultants okay so what we do is we get a a release form for georgia power we get that signed by the owner and georgia power will actually provide us with two years of your uh, historical data and the important information that we get from there is the peak load demand of course your consumption but the number that we work on uh is what you're paying per kilowatt and we've developed some, an algorithm with uh, the University of Georgia, some guys here, and we take your data, time of your hours of operation, you know, di- different information about your business and run it through our, our uh, algorithm and it will go out and compare the different rates slash tariffs that you qualify for. And there's no guarantee we can save you a penny. But we know certain profiles that we've learned over the last couple of years that we target now. And it's not unusual for us to save a company anywhere from 10 to 40% on there. Wow. What they're paying Dr. For Tidwell, uh, data is power, isn't it? It very much so is. And it's exciting to hear that you guys are using this. And so uh, I hope that we get to hear a little bit more about that algorithm to, to see kind of how you're making those comparisons. Because our data is a very valuable thing. And a lot of folks don't know that, one, Georgia Power is collecting all of that. Um, I, for one, love to be able to log into my Georgia Power account and see which parts of my house are consuming the most electricity. Some folks don't know that you can do that, but you can. Um, and to hear that you all are leveraging that data and getting us as consumers more value out of that is really exciting. Yeah, it's like it's like finding money. I mean, this is money that we're not getting involved in their day-to-day operations, okay? Um, 
what we do is very it's non-intrusive i mean all we need is a, a couple of pieces of information from your account number and your web access code and then georgia power will actually provide us with this information and um we charge nothing for the analysis okay we do that for free uh where we make money is if we do identify savings we want to share the savings yeah, it's a, it's, it's, it sounds like a win-win situation for everybody. It really is. And another thing that we've gotten really good at is identifying billing errors. And in the last nine months, we've probably recovered over $100,000 for customers on errors. That's over and above their rate analysis. So if you're a company out there, and you mentioned a profile of companies that you're able to help, and I'm, you're probably like me as you go into a building, as you – and it's mainly when you're going in buildings i'm looking for you know how that electric eye in the bathroom on the water is working if, if it's wasting i'm looking at the light bulbs i'm 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 looking at the age of the hvac unit out back but you guys are going into more detail do you you know what, what, what is this what is the perfect profile of somebody that you can help my favorite profile are fabricators, metal and granite fabricators. Those guys just print money there. But it, it, it's really confusing sometimes because we can go into, you can have two shops next, you know, side by side, and one we can save 8000 a year, and the other one, there's just nothing there. Why is that? It's just the, the way they operate, the different, different equipment, different machinery, their peak load demand. A lot of these tariffs that we, that we look at, and they're also riders that we blend them with, uh, you're actually going to be penalized when you hit certain peak load demands, okay? And we know that, and it's part of our algorithm. But what we look at is the, is the end run after the 12-month cycle, okay? And we're going to break it down for you and show you how, based upon your two years of performance, how you should be performing with a, with a different rate. And that takes into account uh, any penalties you may, may occur. I mean, this is not uh, – what we do is a little different than uh, – I think Georgia Power, because when Georgia Power, they're, they're not out to get anybody. They're, they're putting you on the rate that makes sense to them, okay? It's uh, because their, their formula is not as detailed as ours. So it doesn't, it doesn't it, when they see these penalties, they back away from that rate. And their responsibility is not to, uh, to, to save every customer the maximum amount of money. That's not what we've tasked them with doing. We've, we've tasked them with having a reliable grid that's affordable, that's clean, uh, and they they really aren't uh, aren't supposed to scrutinize every single customer and say, hey, if you just change your business operations like this or go to this tariff, uh, you know that's that's really on the owner, it's right? Correct. And their website will actually explain that to you. Okay, they list their tariffs that are out there, and there's a lot of them. Um, you can't make. I mean, it's uh, very complicated. Uh, I haven't seen anyone yet that has taken our data and actually been able to, to to go around us and do it okay we've had some try actually we've had a couple that took our data and went to georgia power and they they converted to the wrong rate they want us to put it back where it should be and it's late in the game for that so even an expert in sustainability like andrew saunders and he's one of the smartest guys to ever come through our studio the fact that he's getting you all to help him says a lot. He's very clever. He understands the different rates and tariffs. Okay. He's, he's the most knowledgeable person I've dealt with so far. So in, in a way, and we're, we, as a commissioner, I approve these different tariffs, right? So we don't, we're not tasked with creating them. We're not tasked with micromanaging them. Uh, the power company brings these these tariffs to us and they okay uh, you know marta is on the electric transportation tariff they're the only folks that are that are on that tariff uh, we've got you know an industrial tariff we've got some time of youth tariffs we've got the restaurants that are on a tariff we've got uh, about seven different residential tariffs uh, and but the average person doesn't even know any of these exist all they know is that they get a bill once a month right and they- you guys open up a whole new world for them don't you we do and you know it's the first year was really a struggle because no one believed what we were doing we actually spent over a year working with um, barrow county school system after a year they finally we we had the the board come together and they brought in georgia power rep and we set everybody down and said this is what we see and they looked at their rep and said is that correct and they said yeah it probably is 
you know so at that point we finally got our first big big account okay jackie as you think about this advisory role that they're playing and this whole business model of not even charging anything for it except getting a share of the savings it really makes a lot of sense doesn't it it does and a lot of us are leveraging those same same kinds of services with other aspects of our lives think about products like Truebill and some of these others that will negotiate your your phone rates and things like that for you for a share of it as well and so that's becoming more and more commonplace but at the same time uh, there there is a a good amount of well-placed apprehension and being able to share that data because again your data is valuable your data is powerful but at the same time you know it's really hard to tease out these bigger patterns that accumulate over time that will emerge and so being able to leverage services services like this are really valuable to help save you the time in doing that because yeah you could probably go around and, and attempt to to replicate it but it takes time and time is money and so this is this is a very interesting service to provide that i think helps all of us to be more efficient and thus be able to serve our our various customers and constituents and and people that we care about more effectively tim in our last 30 seconds of this segment as i as i think about um the fact that you guys uh just see a lot of businesses right so you've got that experience of being able to look at the usage by permission of lots of different businesses and the average person they only see their own bill correct so you you get to see all of that when we come back i I want us to just continue this discussion on how folks can have an expert come alongside and help them save money on their energy bill i'm tim eccles you're listening to energy matters The electric car revolution is coming, and the choices are growing. Gem cars are everywhere. You've seen these low-speed electric vehicles on college campuses, downtown Atlanta streets, and resort islands like St. Simons and Jekyll. Gem cars are street legal, equipped with seatbelts, headlights, and a tag, and can operate on roads with speed limits of 35 miles per hour or less. If you want to know more about these electric cars and trucks, six-passenger shuttles, mobile repair service, or full vehicle wraps, go to gemcarservice.com. That's G-E-M, carservice.com. John, one of our sponsors for the show, Row Insulating Company, is doing a great job in and around Athens, being able to do a lot of what we talk about every single week on the show. You get, every time it gets cold, every time it gets hot, it's always a, it's always that attic that's the problem. And uh, you could tack windows, and that's going to cost you a cold fortune. It is insulation that can solve the problem. Hey, if you want to get this fixed, call 706-795-2854. That's 706-795-2854. Row Insulating Company. Row. Support for Energy Matters comes from Arnold Golden and Gregory. AGG takes a business sensibility approach when it comes to advising clients. AGG provides industry knowledge, attention to detail, transparency, and value to help businesses and individuals achieve their definition of success. AGG subscribes to the belief, not if, but how. And I certainly appreciate their weekly support of Energy Matters. Well, in the studio with me today, Tim Moore from Green Line Rates, uh, an Arkansas native, uh, and Dr. Jackie Tidwell working with UGA now, also an Arkansas native. Great to have you back, Jackie. Great to be here. Yeah, and Tim, uh, thanks for being in the studio today to share some of the cool things that you're doing to help folks save money. Thank you. You know, Clark Howard is a, I'm a big fan of his, and he does a commercial for, for our show, and he's all the time trying to help folks save money. Part of our mission with Energy Matters is helping people save money on their power bills. Tim, you are literally doing this as you're helping companies, counties, other organizations analyze their their usage and and let me ask you tim is it just analyzing or are there other things i mean do you all make a trip to their company are you are you walking around looking to see you know hey you could save money here or there are you mainly just looking at the numbers it depends on the profile if if a customer is bringing a lot of new equipment in then what we'll do is we'll we'll do their analysis but we're going to sit back and wait for that new equipment to come online and we really want to want to to see how it's going to affect their peak load demand 
And um, I mean, those those are important things, but we we have to have at least one year's data, prefer two years data to, to have a consistent look at a, at a company. Tell us what peak load demand is. Peak load demand is a 30-minute snapshot of your worst performance during the month. Your worst? Correct. Okay. And that means the time you're using the most energy. Correct. Georgia Power is going to establish your rate in the months of June, July, August, September, okay? And what they do is over that four-month period, they'll take a snapshot of your worst performance, and it helps them project consumption going down the road, okay? That's actually what they, they base your cost per kilowatt. And what they do, when Georgia Power opens a new business, they'll put a meter in your business and you're on general service. Well, once that peak load demand crosses over 15 or so, it rolls over automatically to PLS. That's power light small, okay? And they don't call you, you don't call them, it's just it, it's automatic. They're not out to get you, that's just the way that this set up. When your peak load hits 25 or 30, it rolls over to PLM. That's power light medium. And you'll probably stay there until you become enormous. At that, at that point, Georgia Power's in your office anyway so we know we know that's the basic setup so we've identified certain profiles that we're pretty sure we have an 80 percent chance that we're going to probably help them with their power as well as fine billing errors as well you mentioned the granite business out in elberton georgia uh i guess the granite capital of at least the southeast maybe maybe beyond but i remember talking to a person that owned one of those granite cutting facilities out there and they were telling me that during the summer and maybe this is something you had advised them to do but they actually changed their business hours during the summer and had employees report to work early in the morning and they would knock off by two o'clock what what's going on there well okay your peak load is determined between the hours of two and seven okay so you can actually bypass that and it's not unusual for companies especially when they've got electrical engineers they'll actually modify their hours of operation so that they shut down and they're not operating at peak load during the the peak load demand hours jackie that's that's helping our grit Uh, you know if a company is curtailing their energy usage from two to seven in the summer when we're having to turn on our most inefficient plants to just keep up in a way they should get a gold star for that they should but so should every consumer who if you happen to be at home at that time and you make the convenient decision to go to another business right go grocery shopping during that time go read a book at the library go do anything else except run your washing machine or your dishwasher or have anything remotely energy consuming at home on i mean i think consumers deserve that that practice star too because uh before i moved to georgia i lived in arizona and our peak load time where we got taxed for using electricity was even larger and earlier in the day. So it would start at about noon and go until eight in the middle of the summer when when heat is up to about 120 degrees. And so um, it, it requires a huge amount of, I'll say, behavior change on, on everyone's part in order to, to really embrace these practices for sustainability that we all need to do. Tim, as you go to these businesses and as you look at these bills, and then as you kind of prescribe some behavioral change or company management change in the way that they're managing their energy, who is it at these businesses that get that? I mean, who, is it the owner? Is it the the, the shop manager, the safety manager, who, who, who gets that and who, uh, how many of the folks that you approach actually get excited about making these changes within the whole company? One in 10. I mean, it's uh, a lot of people are just skeptical. Okay. They trust the power company. And there's no reason not to. I mean, they get a, their power works, they get a bill every month and they don't want anybody to interfere. We're, we're not changing your provider. You can't do that. You don't have an option. Um, but every once in a while, you'll, you'll talk to someone, and they're like, well, that, this makes total sense. Why would I not do this? And then you'll have others you can go in and show them where you can save them 7000 a year, and they're, uh, they just back away like, what's this guy doing? This is spook dust. But, you know, they're just everyone's different. So, I mean, $7,000 is, uh, you know, uh, is a substantial amount of money. Uh, we had Karen Bremer of the Georgia Restaurant Association – own and she talked about when she ran a restaurant that if they could cut their usage she would walk around uh each month that they did that and hand out 20 dollar bills or you know to to her to her employees she wanted them to connect the dots here uh and begin to think about this i mean 
how hard is this, Tim, to do when when there's really only one person paying the bill at the company? The other people, what vested interests do employees have on energy consumption for any given company? You see different companies with different mindsets. I was at a, a, a commercial printer a couple of days ago. And, you know, you, you notice the employees going around. If someone left the conference room, they turned the lights off, you know. if, if it's, it's a mindset. You know, you've got – people don't realize we're, we're nothing but penny counters. And if I can, can trim three or four cents off each kilowatt, it, it adds up. Uh, we've got one example with uh, Athens-Clark County, their water treatment facility here. I, I think it's like a half a cent, and it's going to be 12, 14 grand probably. Wow, and, and you know, as an elected official, you know that's that's something that you can be proud of, and when you you know can help save your constituents' money, Doctor Tidwell, as you think about counting pennies, uh, you you've done a lot of research out there, uh, you know, on, on solar and helping people kind of think about what they're paying, and I mean, how important is it to count pennies? You know, if, if you're a person that you know, it's, it's trying to be a good steward. Well, because it all comes down to, to culture, right? Uh, whether it's a culture of a business for sustainability or individually. And I think that those that mindset that the pennies add up is something that a lot of us can connect with. I mean, this summer alone, there were a couple of days when my daughter was at home during the day when she wasn't at school and we were having to run the washing machine and things like that. Our bills shot up. Well, when she went back to school and it came back down again, that, that makes a huge difference. And not only a difference, yes, in our bank account, but at least for us in our household, knowing that we limited our energy that way, that that made us feel good too. And I think that for a lot of folks, they don't think about it until you talk to them about it. It's not that people are going, yes, I'm gonna use as much electricity as I can, you know, in the course of a day. But if you talk to them about it, make them a little bit more mindful of what they're doing, it goes a long way and it kind of tends to stick with them. We, we talk at the commission sometimes about price signals uh, and, and sending signals to customers uh, and having, the, you know, obviously, the utility sending these signals that, you know, hey, energy costs more during this time. And, Tim, I mean, you're, you're analyzing these bills for customers, but are you alerting them to these price signals and helping them to be able to interpret them? Definitely. And this is the way it works, okay? Once we go into an agreement with you, we're constantly monitoring your account, okay? Uh, we, ha- we have your historical data. We know how you should perform based upon our analysis, okay? And if, if, you're, if you're off that, our projections, then we're going to get a hold of you and find out what's going on. Because, again, Georgia Power provides us with the data. So we, we, we can look at your, at your performance all the time, okay? And uh, we did it just the other day. We had a fabricator, great profile. Uh, I've got the guy I found a, a, a billing error for the guy of thirty five hundred bucks as well. So he didn't notice his his bill was different because he's so happy about getting this money back. But we reached out because his peak load demand had spiked. His consumption didn't go up, but his peak load did. Okay, that that's confusing. I know, but it makes sense. <laughs> so we reached out and it's like, yeah, he had a project that they had to get out, and they had everybody everybody welding at the same time. So it was a it was an odd situation. We made made sure he was aware of it. You know, in the future, if he can, you know, sort of spread that across, you know, different different times. Uh, but it was uh, it was not a normal basic operation. Yeah. Was, so how can folks get in touch with you? They've got a company. They want you to analyze their bill, become a client. How, how can they reach you? Uh, you can reach us on greenlinerates.com. Greenlinerates, just one one word. dot com. Correct. Mm-hmm. Greenlinerates.com. Or uh, you can email me at tim at greenlinerates.com. Yeah. And Jackie, where are you on Twitter? I am at Jackie H. Tidwell. Uh-huh. And you, you spell Jackie with a Q or no? Yeah, I'm a little weird that way. J-A-C-Q-U-E. Yeah. Uh, and I'm at Tim Eccles, our shows at Matters Radio. Well, stick around. I want to hold these guys over and talk a little bit more because this is so in line with what we do here at Energy Matters. I'm Tim Eccles. You're listening to Energy Matters. Stick around for more ways to save money on your energy bill.
Gas South believes in the difference we can all make, like the difference in putting people first and showing that you care. For us, our difference is saving people money with our best rates and no deposit, and the difference we make in our community by taking care of our friends and neighbors and giving back 5% of our profits to help children in need. Learn more about what makes us different at GasSouth.com. Gas South. The difference is good. Creative Solar USA is a Georgia-based turnkey installer of innovative solar panel systems. They're dedicated to energy solutions for both your home and business. With their NABCEP certified installers, they ensure their clients receive the highest quality of solar energy systems in the industry. Contact CSUSA today at 770-485-7438 or go to creativesolarusa.com. This episode of Energy Matters is sponsored by BMVW Auto Sales. Support for Energy Matters this half hour comes from BMVW Auto Sales, the only place to get your used EV electric vehicle in Metro Atlanta. Mosin, Mosin Tusi, uh, is the owner and his staff, including Steve. They will loan you an EV for three days to try out, and you won't be disappointed with the deal that you get from them. And check out his cool new solar canopy when you're there. See more at ev-hybrid.com. That's ev dash hybrid.com well we're talking uh with tim moore of green line rates in studio and dr jackie tidwell from the university of georgia you know as we talk about saving money on energy bills tim i've got i've got to think about these uh these time of use rates for these electric vehicles owners that we've got about 4200 customers uh residential customers uh, virtually all of them are residential customers own this rate uh, and we've noticed that these customers are shifting load uh, into the overnight hours because this particular tariff drops the uh, their base energy charge down to about a penny and a half a kilowatt and we've noticed that they're that they're shifting that it's a price signal they're getting uh, text about their their usage they're they're shifting they're charging their car overnight uh, and and the really savvy ones are turning on their washing machine at 1101 they're turning on their dishwasher at 1101 and they're they're shifting load tell our tell our listeners what shifting load is and the impact that it can have for a business well actually if you're running on a, on one of the time of use rates um you're going to be you're really going to save money for probably eight months of the year okay june july august september no one can help you i mean that's those are they are what they are you got that's that's when georgia power is actually going to establish your rate but for the remainder of the year on, on the time of use if you can actually work around the, the peak load hours which are two to seven you can save a lot of money that's significant uh Dr. Tidwell, as you've talked with folks around the state, you're finding many people doing the time of use rate because uh, Georgia Power really doesn't advertise this this rate. So they they do a lot of advertising on their flat bill, uh, but not a lot. And, and maybe it's because it's so complicated and hard to understand. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure why, but I have noticed that fewer people seem to be as aware of it here. Back in Arizona, everybody knows. Everybody knows, everybody's doing it, everybody complains about it in the height of summer. Here, less so, and we've, as we've been going out and talking to folks about why they adopt certain energy technologies for their homes or not, we're, we're finding when we talk to them also about energy efficiency within their home, they're, they're not as aware of this. And I, it does make me wonder at times if there are certain opportunities for those of us who do this kind of work to increase awareness around that because Georgia Power doesn't hide it, but they also don't splatter it on a billboard or anything for us to, to be acutely aware of. I was surprised to see that about 12% of residential customers are on the flat bill. And, you know, of course, the flat bill is established. you got to have that previous year data. They establish it. Uh, and then it's adjusted each year based on your actual. So you'll have a contract for, you know, 2020, let's say, uh, that, you know, you, you're paying a flat monthly rate but with time of use tim you can work the system you can game it a little bit right uh, that's correct now residential is not our forte we we work with businesses and 
you've got to be careful there because it, it could it can backfire and once you request that that rate you're going to be locked in for a year so that's why the analysis is so important because i mean just because it works for the guy next to you it may not work for you so it's it's don't stick your neck out yeah tim residential may be totally different tim i i advise a lot of people to consider it and i tell them about my experience with it how we cut our bill by 30 percent but we did have to turn the acs off from two to seven and we would pre-cool our house, mm-hmm. get it really cool, and downstairs stayed fairly comfortable. Upstairs, by the time 7 o'clock came in the summer, upstairs was hot. It was 80. Uh, and and there are a lot of folks that are just unwilling, one, to have to manage their system in, in such a micro way. Uh, and number two, they don't want to be uncomfortable. Um, right. and, and so they're not they're not willing to do that. I even talked to one person who said, well, I have a cat at home and I don't want the cat to be uncomfortable. Uh, and, and so it, it's you know, there are people that are thriftier. Right. Who don't mind being a little uncomfortable to save money. Others. And maybe you find the same thing in, in business. that there, there are companies that want to save every single penny. And there are others that maybe have a little more margin. I mean, what, what is it that determines how aggressive a person is in some of the things that you recommend? Uh, a lot of the, of the companies that we deal with, I mean, even if you show someone, you know, several thousand dollars savings in a year, they're, they're okay where they are. They just, they're not interested. I mean, I couldn't explain why that, why that is the way it is, but it's just different personalities. I mean, a lot of people, they're looking for any way they can cut a penny. And, uh, of course, we're more successful with them. Yeah, Jackie, as you think about folks that you've talked to, you know, there are, there are folks that are driven by sustainability, right, by clean energy. There are other people driven by how much they're paying. Uh, so what kind of buckets do you put people in on that? Those pretty much tend to be the the buckets, although for the most part, with regard to how people practice and use their energy, there also seems to be a bit of a of a I won't say religious, but kind of a religious component as well. People who think about being good stewards of their resources. And that actually is that particular characteristic or quality that we're finding is the big one to tap into with regard to this. Those those characteristics of wanting to be good conservators of the environment or of their own resources or of their family, that that's another bucket that that I tend to kind of look for when I'm talking to folks, because that seems to be the way in and having these kinds of conversations. Tim, as you visit with customers now uh, in this day when solar power has gotten to be really cheap, batteries are coming on the scene, how many customers that you, clients, that you know, in working with them on their bill, how many of them just offhandedly say to you, what about solar, what about batteries? Actually, we hear more about solar. You'd be surprised the average consumer has no idea that they're, if you get solar, you're going to need batteries. They don't, they don't understand that, that when the, the grid goes down, you're actually, Georgia Power is going to shut you down as well because they can't have that power going back to the grid. Okay? And I almost never hear about batteries. But solar, solar more and more. I recently uh, was in a hearing at the commission approving 558 megawatts of of solar in three South Georgia counties, two of these arrays. This is only three away arrays making up 550 megawatts. These are large arrays. Uh, two of them had batteries attached to them, and, and they, these were competitively bid. So they were tight enough on the finances that the ones with batteries were attractive enough financially that they won the bid. And hmm. so I really do think we're going to see more and more batteries dr tidwell you you're talking about batteries with folks you're hearing about batteries out there we're asking about it but folks just really do have a general lack of awareness and it's kind of fascinating because in other countries for example australia there's been a lot of work and a lot of adoption of solar but resistance to batteries they're aware of them but they but they resist it especially in rural communities in australia what we're finding here when we mention batteries to folks they seem to be a bit more receptive and more positive like on the consumer residential side to batteries than they are solar in some areas and so it'll be exciting to see how that how that takes on as an alternative for example to diesel generators when an extreme weather event or something like that happens having that backup reserve 
we approved in our last integrated resource plan 80 megawatts of utility scale batteries uh, that's going to be self-built by the power company. They will decide where they want to build it. We'll have the final say on it, but we're not going to really micromanage what the power company wants to do on it. I imagine some of these megawatts will wind up at military bases because we've got We've got solar at most every single military base now in Georgia, upwards to uh, 30 megawatts at, at most of them. Some triple that. Hmm. Um, so we've got colleges that are asking us. Emory University is asking to put batteries next to their hospital and next to the CDC down in Decatur. Um, Georgia Tech has built a microgrid there featuring a battery for a particular building. So I do think batteries are coming on strong, and just as California has kind of been the tip of the spear for solar in the U.S., so California is the tip of the spear for batteries. And so what they learn, it may take a couple of years of delayed reaction here in Georgia, but we're certainly going to be getting some of these batteries. And there are folks that feel like that solar plus batteries at a single location will eventually close some additional coal plants that we have jackie what what do you think you, you think it could happen that is some of the, the some of the same kind of observations that we've been making but i also think that we're going to see a larger uptake of battery storage on the consumer level with regard to being alternatives to diesel generators and even thinking about those as backups for or replacements for diesel generators in other industries like for example you know most folks don't know at a nuclear plant they have fleets of diesel generators that they have to use in the event that something happens, right, to, in order to keep the, the cooling pond going. And I do wonder if in the future we might be seeing diesel jennies plus battery backup as well. Wow. I know when I was talking to Microsoft about uh, coming and doing a data center here, one of the things they said is, hey, we don't want to do diesel generators for backup. We actually want to connect to a natural gas line and have all of our generators powered by natural gas uh, and they felt like it was more reliable and certainly cleaner so they have a point right so well uh, where are you at on twitter dr tidwell jackie h tidwell and that's jackie with a q j-a-c-q-u-e and tim what's the website for greenline rates it's greenlinerates.com and our shows at matters radio i'm at tim eccles i'm going to hold these guys over one more segment because we're learning so much here. Stick around. We want to help you save money on your power bill. I'm Tim Eccles. You're listening to Energy Matters. Tim Eccles here for Solar Sun World. No doubt you've seen solar panels popping up all over Georgia. If you want the precision of German engineering when it comes to solar, Solar Sun World is for you. The folks there understand the complexities of solar and how to make it work. From tax credits to inverters to accelerated depreciation, they'll unpack it all. They've been in business for over 25 years. To find out more, go to SolarSunWorld.com. That's SolarSunWorld.com. Hey, it's Commissioner Tim Eccles, host of Energy Matters. I want to tell you about Kevin Rowe and Rowe Insulating Company. If you need insulation anywhere within 60 miles of Athens, Georgia, you need to call 706-795-2854. It's important, isn't it, John? It is the most important thing you can do in your house. It's the low-hanging fruit of everything that we talk about on Energy Matters every single week. That's exactly right. Yeah, call 706-795-2854. That's 706-795-2854. Rowe Insulating Company. Get comfortable. Energy Matters would like to thank GasSouth for its support of the show. GasSouth has a no-deposit policy and offers some of the lowest per-therm rates in the state. Use the promo code MATTERS for a special deal. GasSouth, the difference is good. Hey, welcome back to Energy Matters. I'm Tim Eccles, your host. I serve on the Georgia Public Service Commission. We regulate energy in Georgia. actually started as the Railroad Commission back in 1879, regulating train issues uh, and morphed into essentially a utility regulator, anything on the right of way. I've got in the studio with me Tim Moore of Green Line Rates and Dr. Jackie Tidwell from the University of of Georgia. Welcome, Tim. Good to have you back. And and Dr. Tidwell, thanks for joining us on the show again today. Dr. Tidwell, let me just get your reaction about the kind of money, thousands of dollars, that's simply 
analyzing the data on a bill can deliver to commercial businesses. I think it's astounding. Um, for a lot of us, a great many of us may invest in companies. I know I own shares of stock in many companies, and it's important to me that they have practices that are in alignment with my culture, which which is not only sustainability, but also fiscal responsibility. And it's surprising to me, Tim, when you mention that folks are not taking advantage of that when you bring it to their attention. It, that really just is shocking to me because, frankly, I want to invest in companies that are willing not only to be responsible with how they are, you know, using their money and producing their services, but then passing it back on to both their customers, but also me as, as a shareholder. So that was really surprising to hear that. Why do you think that is? I wish I understood people better. We can identify the savings, but, you know, until they give us the authority to go out and, and either recover their, their billing errors or convert them to better rates, there's really nothing we can do for them. I wish I could tell you. Obviously, there's some trust involved, right, as you establish that trust. And you've got you know, certainly a long list of people that you've helped. I mean, you're on this show today because Andrew Saunders said that you guys were legit, that you were saving this county, that this station is uh, you know, is, is, is adjacent to. You're saving them money. Uh, and you've done this with, you know, hundreds of other companies. And so either folks don't know that they're wasting money or they don't care that they're wasting money, right? Is that pretty much it? That's pretty much it. Uh, you know, different different areas we we have different success. With Savannah, we went in and established a few accounts. Everyone knows each other, and word of mouth spreads, and people just start jumping on board. Gainesville's very good. There's a lot, lot of fabrication going on there. Of course, Atlanta. I mean, we're all over the state now. It takes time. It takes time to, to gain people's trust. But, I mean, once you've gone in and established with some well-known uh, companies, then it pretty much opens up. Is this as true with EMCs or city utilities? Do Are you allowed to get those data, data or are you just uh, relegated to Georgia Power? The only EMC that we're aware of that has multiple rates available is Jackson EMC, and they have a very large footprint as well. It's harder to gather the data. They're, they're not as organized as Georgia Power. And, and for me to go back and get two years of historical data is really painful. They, they do have a lot of different rates, and we've identified savings to a couple of uh, different companies, but we're probably just going to walk away. It's just not as big a market, and a lot of the EMCs, they have two rates. You're either on or off. So with Georgia Power, you have really uh, four pages of tariffs and explanations. So you have a lot of choices as you analyze a company's usage and their bills, and of course, this whole thing about looking at the bill for errors, this is huge uh, because somebody's got to be doing that. Uh, and if a bill's just going to accounts payable, I mean, does an accounts payable person really have the skills to be able to look at an, an energy bill and determine what's wrong and right about it? Apparently not. Uh, we've recovered uh, at least $100,000 in the last uh, you know, 12 months in just billing errors. And uh, this is just, I mean, you'll get it back in the form of a credit. No one's going to write you a check, but it's, it's free power. Yeah, credit is credit. Uh, money is money, as, uh, as, as my wife says. So, Dr. Tidwell, as we think about consumers, and Tim's not working with, with residential customers, but as we think about consumers that are, you know, that are struggling out there financially, trying to pay their power bill, rates are going up because we – we haven't had a rate increase in quite a while for for our power company, uh, and so we're going to get things trued up. We're going to replenish that storm fund. We're going to uh, we're going to reset everything, and that's not going to be pretty for some people. It's going to be difficult. No, it won't. But at the same time, it does make me wonder if there is a missed opportunity for some of us who do work and research in the space to create a cheat sheet, if you will, of some of those classic errors that maybe folks haven't been paying attention to on their own home bills that we might then be able to empower folks to, to take a more critical eye to their own home bill and, and maybe be able to recover some of those those missed opportunities and errors that may have happened with them. Um to, to help mitigate that. But at the end of the day, an in, a rate increase 
it, it's important because it's investment back in our infrastructure. And a lot of folks don't see that. Um, they they see their electric bill going up as it going straight back into the Southern Company and Georgia Power's pocket, but that's not necessarily the case. And so it really is a mind shift for for a lot of us as consumers to, to rethink about what it means to invest in our infrastructure and the things that are invisible to us most of the time. You know, this this mindset, this behavior, customer ha- behavior, price signals, these things that we're talking about. Now, Tim, I know you're not working with with residential customers, but what we have seen with the prepay rate or the pay-by-day tariff that we have with Georgia Power, and frankly, is made up mostly of low-income customers, customers who have gotten in trouble with a power company. They've had their power shut off. They are trying to get you know things turned back on. The power company wants an even bigger deposit because they keep uh, you know there there is millions of dollars of bad debt that this company that the power company has every year with people that don't pay their bill. Then they move out of state and they. They basically leave you and I and, and Dr. Tidwell to pay the bill. Uh, and so the power company has this. But what I've seen with these pay-by-day customers is that they are saving about 11% on their bill over against what they were doing before they became a pay-by-day or prepay customer. And it's all about scrutinizing, which is what you do for a living, Tim. You scrutinize people's bill you look for the pennies and what we're finding is that low-income customers who are getting text messages about how much they're using and more importantly how much remains as a balance for their prepay before their power is going to be turned off those customers are taking evasive action and they are changing their behavior tim you're you're smiling you're chuckling i like that concept yeah so is this something you can get excited about it's it sounds very logical to me yeah jackie you you, you you're hearing about this I've, I've been a big fan of this what do you think about the prepay program so my husband and i actually experienced that back in arizona so in certain parts of the city where they have not put in smart meters you actually get a box to put in your home with a card that you load money onto and you're actually able to track how much electricity you've used how much money you have left and it beeps at you like literally will wake you up in the middle of the night to tell you hey you're low on money you're not going to have electricity for much longer you need to go recharge me wow but it's fascinating because you can you know run a load of laundry go look at that meter in your bedroom or wherever you have it plugged in and go yeah okay like that this is not the time of day for me to do that because that cost me more just then and it really does create that culture of change physically you know in in your home and space so So it's, it's about paying attention and tim that's what your company does right tell us again for folks just joining us in the broadcast how how are you helping people pay attention these commercial businesses to their bills what we do is we come in and we do a rate analysis and georgia power provides us with two years of their historical data and what we do is we load their data into an algorithm that we've developed with some guys at UGA. And it will go out and compare the different rates slash tariffs that they qualify for. If we find savings, and usually we do because we, we are usually going out to target markets now, uh, we go back and show them what, what we've identified. And at the end of the day, we're just penny counters. I mean, if we can take a guy from $0.18 cents to $0.12, cents, it, it could be – it's substantial. I mean, we've got accounts that we're saving up to 40, 40% of their power bill now. And uh, I mean, even 10%, why, why throw it away? I mean, if, if you don't have to pay it, don't pay it. Dr. Tidwell, I think about the corresponding air quality that might result from a 5 to 10% reduction of power plants running in our state. I mean, yep. in the end, saving money is saving lives. Well, and given that in some parts of the state, the the huge inefficiencies we have uh, in homes that are aging and the, the rampant energy poverty that we have across the state, I imagine that things like that, whether it's at a business that then passes those savings down to their customers, that could have huge widespread physical improvement, as you were saying, Tim, but also like financial, you know, improvement and even stability for some of these folks that frankly spend you know 40 percent of their paycheck on their energy bill so in our final minute uh, i think about this hers score h-e-r-s this home energy score that 
you could be putting on every home that was sold. We're not. But, I mean, Tim, how important is it, you think, for homeowners to actually buy a home that does have everything working, that has insulation, that doesn't have cracks and crevices, that has an HVAC that's working efficiently? Well, you know, there are simple things to do. Georgia Power actually gave a credit, I think, for the Nest uh, thermostat. That's right. Which is an intelligent thermostat. People don't realize if you can just cut your your temperature by two degrees, it's, it's going to save you probably 15% of your power bill. Yeah, Jackie, as we wrap up the show, what what would you say to consumers that want to save money out there? I would say, if especially if you're a Georgia Power customer, log in, take a look at where you're using your electricity the most and see if it's something that you can either tailor down or swap out, whether it's using a Nest or, or something else. But most importantly, just be informed, right? And that's really important. You can get a free energy audit. Just call the power company. A lot of the MCs will do it as well. Great ways to save money. Tim, thanks so much for sharing these secrets with us today. Thanks for having me. Dr. Tidwell, always good to have you on the show. Thank you. I'm Tim Eccles. You've been listening to Energy Matters, where it matters radio on Twitter. I'm at Tim Eccles. Hope you have a great day. Continue to use technology to live a more sustainable life, and we sure hope you save money on your power bill as a result of our show. Have a great day. Gas South believes in the difference we can all make, like the difference in putting people first and showing that you care. For us, our difference is saving people money with our best rates and no deposit, and the difference we make in our community by taking care of our friends and neighbors and giving back 5% of our profits to help children in need. Learn more about what makes us different at GasSouth.com. Gas South. The difference is good. Everyone has tough times in their life. By checking the project share box at the bottom of your utility bill, you can make life a little easier for your neighbors. Your $1, 2 or $5 checkoff is matched by the utility and then used by the Salvation Army to help folks having a tough time paying their energy bills. It's that easy. Join PSC Commissioner Tim Eccles and many others by donating via your power bills this year. See more by clicking projectshareinfo.com. And thank you.